This is Who Kicked the Corner Flag, an English soccer game show podcast. With Kevin De Bruyne, who sets up a shot and scores. And now it's with Harry Kane, and it's another chance to make it three, and he doesn't miss this time. That's Coutinho for Salah. Oh, that's brilliant. Mo Salah's header from Coutinho's excellent cross. And here's your host, James Rose. Welcome to episode 17 of our second season. Joining me again this week is the chairman of the Casey Spurs, the man who once again is ready to donate his ankle to Harry Kane and whose favorite Pop-Tart flavor is always blueberry. Intriguing. It's Gerard Bastamente. How are you, bud? I'm awful. I'm awful. I've already cut off my foot. It's in the post. It's on the way to London. I'm doing this right, right? Love it. It's on ice. I think we'll, we'll just put it like that. Uh, now, sadly, Boyce can't be with us this week, uh, but we're pleased to welcome back the administrator of the KC Spurs, the man who's willing to sell his soul for a photo with Oliver Skip and who loves to do burpees on a Bozu ball. Who doesn't? Please welcome back Corey Gregory. How are you, bud? Uh, I'm in the same doom and gloom as Jared, so... Your, your ankle's <laughs> this, gone too. This, okay. may be, this may be a very downer pod. <laughs> Yeah, three Spurs, no Arsenal. It's going to be very Spurs-heavy, but we love it. Strap in. Uh, right, let's kick off then with our modified version of top three, where our guys try and figure out uh, the top three talking points from a list of popular options. Uh, so three points for guessing number one, two points for number two, and so on. Uh, so guys, this week, the top three topics from the weekend are Arsenal get hammered, Spurs get dehaired, or Wagner gets shafted. So we'll start off with Corey. Which of those three topics do you think was the most talked about? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, Spurs get the head. Spurs get the head. Yes, that is absolutely right. That was top of the list, and that'll get you those three points to kick things off. Spurs suffer a one nil defeat against the resurgent United under Solskjaer and his precious. Uh, in this game, of course, the talking point was Davide Hare, who made 11 <laughs> saves, which is the most he's made in a top five European league game while also keeping a clean sheet. Got to give the guy some credit there. Um, for Spurs, sadly, though, they have now lost four home games a season, which is double the amount they'd lost at home in the previous <clears> two <throat> EPL seasons combined. Madness. This is crazy. Um, Corey, let me ask you then, on Spurs' title challenge, is it technically over now? What do we think? Um, I hate to say it, but yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I had yeah, to bring it out of you. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't see it. I mean, with everything that developed this week after the uh, De Gea game, as I'm going to call it, um, nice. the you know, with Harry Kane being out, with Sonny being gone, with Sissoko getting hurt as well, uh, that creates a bit of a uh, situation for us moving forward. So I, I, I just uh, I don't think we're going to have the right form, and we're going to have to call on uh, hopefully maybe a new striker in this transfer window. I highly doubt it, but maybe a new striker, or we're going to need somebody to step up from uh, from the bench mm-hmm. and uh, really fill those large shoes of Sir Harry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you actually kind of uh, almost answered the question I was going to ask you too, Corey, about the January window. I mean, all these injuries, disappearances seem to be happening at almost a, an opportune time for Spurs. Do you think Daniel Levy would uh, would go ahead and actually spend some money now based on this uh, this new hand he's been dealt? I think it shows our lack of depth in a lot of positions. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, Super Jan being out, with it appears, I don't know if you've looked at social media this evening, but it appears as if Serge Aurier had some uh, 
domestic issues. Oh, I didn't um, see that. Yeah. So if that's on the uh, rumor mill, then yeah, I already won that. So, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think there's just uh, a lot of a lot of issues, and and this really just shows our our lack of depth at this point. So mm-hmm. I I do hope he opens up the uh, the coin purse and starts uh, starts buying some folks. Start spending even more money. Sure. Uh, Jared, give us uh, give us your opinion on uh, on the Spurs game specifically against United, and then. Uh, in terms of United moving forward, um, give us your thoughts on if you think they're going to maybe sneak into that top four or if you still think they're going to fall off the mark a little bit. Oh, God. I mean, unfortunately, this is, you know, United needed this. I mean, uh, you speak to any United supporter and it was just, this is a game they, they knew was going to be hard fought. And uh, the scoreline is just remarkably unfair. I mean, they uh, Spurs dominated possession. They responded well to the goal. Uh, and but for a, a silly Karen Trippier giveaway, goal came on the break, and uh, and that turned out to be the difference. And you had a masterclass performance. I'm tired of seeing all this media about how it was a you know just a, a perfect United performance, and you know Smeagol gets all the credit and all that stuff. No, not <laughs> at all. This is David De Gea bailing them out time and time again. And anyone who says that these shots were simply merely at him, uh, no, it was fantastic positioning. I mean, just we were uh, uh, speaking on the bar during the watch. We, we were joking before the watch about whether or not, you know, De Gea was a top five keeper in the premiership anymore. And now suddenly we're thinking, well, he's a top five goalkeeper in the world. I mean, it was just unbelievable match. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, the uh, the near post save on the corner with Toby Alderweireld giving uh, a deft touch that uh, Vincent Jansen would be jealous of, and and a great kick save to to deny that. Just one in our day. Uh, United going forward, obviously the storylines really haven't changed. You have a flourishing Paul Pogba. Um, you have these uh, young be players sure, and Ra- Rashford. Be sure to call him Paul Pogba as well. Yes, exactly. Uh, just, just to be sure which Pogba you're talking about. It's always Paul Pogba. Um, and now I cannot unhear it. Uh, thank you, Corey. Um, I will not sleep tonight. Uh, but with this young talent and you know Rashford and Lingard, uh, if Phil Jones turns up dead in the Thames, uh, I didn't do it. Uh, but they, uh, you know, y- you can't deny the change in form. Uh, however, I, I, I think they'll probably be brought back to earth a little bit mainly because you know this is we are used to kind of peaks in form by uh, uh by sides who come in and hire a new manager mm-hmm. so is it inspired yes but is it sustainable i don't know i think we'll really see a true test of this united squad i hesitate to place them top four mm-hmm. i i kind of do too actually i think you're right they're kind of riding this momentum but uh when they face the lights of Manchester City, dare I say it, or uh, Liverpool. Um, that's, for them, I think, is going to be the significant test. But uh, as I always say, time will tell. All right, Jared, over to you then. We have still two topics left to guess. So we've got Arsenal gets hammered and Wagner gets shafted. So which one would you like to discuss? Oh, you know what I want to talk about. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Arsenal <clears throat> Let's gets talk about hammered. Those gooners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was second on the list. That'll get you this to two points. Uh, but West Ham youngster Declan Rice makes a difference as he gives his side victory over the Gunners. Uh, now, this for West Ham was only their third EPL win at home against Arsenal and their first since November 2006. Uh, now, for Arsenal, they've, uh, <laughs> they've just taken two points from their last five away fixtures in this current EPL 
So Arsenal kind of riding this success wave at the beginning of the season. Then they've kind of dipped a little bit. Um, what's the biggest area of concern for Arsenal, uh, in our opinion, Jared? Oh, let's see. They can't defend for shit. Uh, I, I think that, uh, which I which I really enjoy. Um, they added some great pieces. Um, you know, I'd say you know that Lucas Torreira kid. Uh, you know, he's got he's got some talent, and that Maitland Niles, Guendouzi. I mean, anytime you're relying on Granny Shaka as a central part of your midfield, uh, you know, as as Boyce has said, and Brent, you know, some uh, and Kevin, some gooder guests on you know on the squad have have kind of lamented. You know that, that that's kind of been the lack. Um, but uh, to me, I mean, there's really no excuse when you have Lacazette and Obama Yang, or as Corey is going to call him, a boomerang uh, up top. Uh, I I kind of don't. How do you not just score all of the goals? And I think it's just the pendulum swinging back the other way. I mean, they were riding that high, and you know, as we've said, you know, time time to get on the pod. It's very very hard to win in the Premiership. It's mm-hmm. very, very hard to win at a consistent and at an elite level. So uh, I think you're seeing different formations. I mean, they went with the back three, Sakshis Koscielny and Mustafi in the back, and Mustafi picking up yet another yellow card, bringing in Bellerin and the last gasp of Ramsey and all of that. I mean, it's just, I think they're just in flux. And uh, unfortunately, as you know, Spurs have done, they, you falter against a lesser squad. I think they were absolutely, they were supposed to beat this, but you know, hats off to West Ham who are now climbing, who I now think are top, uh, top half of the table mm-hmm. uh, with this win. So, uh, you know, hats off to the hammers because they're, uh, you know, the fighting Mark Nobles, uh, Lord knows that, that uh, supporter, uh, that support squad needs something to cheer for. <laughs> and they got it. They, they, they certainly got it. Uh, on this game. Corey, uh, what are your thoughts on West Ham as a team? I mean, we talk about having bad days at the office. Do you think this is just a good day at the office to them? Do you think they can build on this uh, on this victory? You know, I think they're, um, they are a solid mid-table team. They're, they're not one to be written off for any particular reason. Um, you know, with not to pile on to uh, Jared's dismantling of the Arsenal defense and midfield and forwards. Um, You know, I kind of feel like Arsenal should be a little bit more like the Chiefs um, at the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a terrible defense, but guess what? We've got these people. We've got Patrick Mahomes and we're going to score. We're just going to score more points than you. And that's how we're going to be. And that in theory should be like that. But that's not not how all this works, especially when. You know, you get back to kind of the defenses like uh, United have, where they just kind of pack it in and mm-hmm. just can't can't get anything past them. Um, you know, West Ham, uh, I think, are a good squad. I mean, they they are they're climbing, and I I see them right there in that uh, in that mid table spot, mm-hmm. and I don't see them going anywhere anytime soon. Corey, we're gonna swing back to you for the last topic, which of course is the last one on the list, which is Wagner gets shafted which is specifically talking about uh, David Wagner leaving as head coach of Huddersfield Town. Uh, His departure was apparently agreed by mutual consent from both sides. Whether or not that's true, who knows? Uh, But of his, this is a fun stat, of his 154 games in charge, he won 51, he drew 33, and lost 70. 7-0, 70 losses. Um, So, Corey, obviously, speaking of Huddersfield... Do you think, currently sitting at the bottom of the table, do you think this was the right call for them to do? And who would replace him? 
Well, Antonio Conte and Jose Mourinho are kind of sitting out there not doing anything. Uh, Big Sam. Big Sam's available, I guess. Yes, he is, yeah. Um, so there's, there's, a, there's a handful of good ones. Um, I don't believe at this point in the season that they can pull out of their nosedive. Um, back down to the uh, the lower level. However, I don't see them going the route of Sunderland, where they're you know relegated to the second tier down or third right. tier down or wherever they're at now. Um, and if you haven't watched that on Netflix, it's it's a pretty good documentary. But um, you know, I, who replaces him? I I have no idea. It's to be seen. Uh, I don't mind him as a coach. I mean, with a very limited budget and. Um, a, a limited talent. I mean, he was able to bring them up into the Premier League, and and they had a somewhat of a decent run at it. So mm-hmm. you know, from a quote unquote mutual separation, well, it doesn't look good for him that they're at the bottom of the table, and this was a mutual separation. Right. I, I don't know if another Premier League team will will look at him mm-hmm. at this point, yeah. um, or if he has to go back down and and bring another team up from the from the lower levels. So. Which has happened before, but managers have gone down, so to speak, and then brought teams up. I don't know if Tony Pulis is in that list. Uh, he might be. Um, Jared, what are your thoughts on Huddersfield now that this has happened? Do you think they can steady the ship, or do you think they're kind of doomed to their fate at this point? I mean, you kind of hope that they catch that wave that uh, that we were just alluding to with United. I don't know what their schedule is like going forward. Um, I think that's going to have a lot to do with it. Because uh, if you're, well, I mean, this couldn't happen at a worse time. Uh, so <laughs> Huddersfield is now looking at home to City. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> uh, home, to, home to Everton. And then they're at Stamford Bridge, home to Arsenal. Yeah, that's a death run right there. <laughs> uh, so I, it's not looking good uh, you, uh, when Everton is your weakest opponent there and who's solidly mid-table and who has really kind of righted the ship themselves uh, I think this is a, a squad that's going in you know eyes open you no know, look into the future they know they can compete at the Premier League level you know second can you know a, a season staying up and uh, you know we've We've seen this, you know, this, that kind of promotion, uh, even if you go back down, can lead you to come right back up. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Wolverhampton Wanderers are a great example. Uh, right. That, that, that little boost of capital in coming into the premiership for, if only a glimpse, if you can, if you can harness it correctly, uh, that could really set you up for success. And I, I commend, you know, as much as, you know, we, we love David Wagner, uh, I commend the, uh, the candor on this and uh, uh it can appear to be kind of a shrewd move but you know what uh it ain't it ain't show friends it's show business and i wish them all the best but uh i if the huddersfield management group uh, is is taking this kind of move right now hats off to them and uh i think sir patrick stewart uh can hold his head high and uh we'll likely see his terriers back for uh uh, 2021 season. I, I want to say that's that's all going to be true. Maybe uh, Sir Patrick Stewart himself can uh, step in and take over as manager. That would just be a delight. Make it so, number one. Oh, look at that. Make it so. I love it. Uh, right, let's move on then to our next game, of course, which is Rumor Mill, Corey's favorite. Um, so, to clarify, each player is going to get a quote or a line from a newspaper or online resource from the last few days. All they've got to do is tell me if the words I read out were in fact printed or just something I made up. So it's basically true or false. Two points for a correct guess. And Jared, you're up first with this one. Spurs have updated their price tag for England striker Harry Kane to £310 million, with Real Madrid expressing keen interest 
in the 25-year-old. True or false? Uh, sure. That sounds silly. <laughs> that sounds silly enough to be true. And it is true. Yes. Nice word. That'll get you those two points. The Sunday Telegraph published that on Sunday, would you believe? Uh, believing he is now worth more than we initially thought, which was $200 million. Is he worth so yeah. much money? <laughs> <laughs> of course he's worth it, James. Come now. <laughs> Again, uh, this is my impartial hat on here. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's kind of he's kind of broken now, but you know, I I think that'll buff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah three hundred ten million. <laughs> we'll take it. Pays for those uh, new seats in the stadium. All right, Corey. This next one is for you. AC Milan are preparing a move to sign Manchester United and Belgian midfielder Marouane Fellaini. True or false? False. It no is one can tr- possibly want <laughs> It's <laughs> true, unfortunately. <laughs> Believe it or not, it is true. Um, the Mail on Sunday believes that uh, AC Milan do want him, and they're preparing to fork out probably a significant sum of money for him. Big fluffy hair or not? Um, is that smart? Who knows? True. He shaved, shaved the hair. He, he lost his magic. He lost Gone. his he lost his moves. It was all in all up all up there. Uh Jared, this next one's for you. Real Madrid are said to be preparing to spend a significant amount of money in the summer to acquire both Chelsea forward Eden Hazard and Danish playmaker Christian Eriksen. True or false? Uh, I don't <laughs> Would they pick up them both? That's crazy. Uh it's Madrid, sure. Why not? Why Luka Modric is just... 900 million or something. Uh, it is true, yes. The Sun uh, wrote that delightful read uh, on Sunday. That is so stupid. <laughs> like, oh my God. You know, you almost want them to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They might. I mean, if they've got that money and they, they want them bad. If they pick up Kane, Erickson, and Hazard... I mean, wh- who's left in the Premier League at this point? I mean, um, yeah, they're I mean, all gone. We're we're devastated. <laughs> just uh, sign up Aguero, De Gea, uh, just 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 take them all. Uh, uh, fine, it's fine. <laughs> There's your super team right there, uh, Corey. This last one's for you. Everton have begun talks with Bournemouth over the signing of 26-year-old England striker Callum Wilson. True, true. true. I think I saw this on the Twitter. Oh, it is false. And you know why you might have seen that? It's because it's about West Ham. West Ham are in talks uh, with Bournemouth over uh, the striker, Callum Wilson. So unlucky, Bart. I kind of tripped you up there. Um, Uh, You leave him alone. As a Closet Cherries fan, uh, Callum Wilson should stay where he is. He shall not be moved. Uh, Anyway, I guess, again, time will tell. Right, let's move on then to our last game, which of course is another round of player profile. So I'm going to provide five different clues to a Premier League player. Each clue is supposedly easier than the last. The first person to shout their name and correctly guess said player will win those two points, but you only get one guess as an incorrect shot will freeze you out. Uh, this week, your clue to these players is keeper of the goals. Keeper of the goals. I wonder what that means. Guys, you ready? <laughs> Wait, oh, so, so so concerned. Uh, I, I would be. These are really, really hard. Right, player number one is a Brazilian. Used to play for Roma. 
has kept 13 clean sheets thus far. Playing his first season in the EPL. Jared. Yes, Jared. Ederson. It is not Ederson. No, and that does freeze you out. Unlucky, bud. Uh, Corey, this last clue is for you. Plays for Liverpool. I was going to say Allison. (laughs) 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 All I have to do is wait for Jared to just jump in and and come up with a crazy answer. I mean, yeah. But, uh, That's true. <laughs> but who is it, Corey? Allison. Allison, yes. Yes, it is Allison. That will get you those two points. Nice work on that one. Player number two has been with his club since 2012. Used to play for Lyon. Has kept eight clean sheets thus far. He is the French national team captain. Plays for Spurs. Jared. <laughs> I think Corey got it by like a hair. By like a hair. So, Corey, what is it? Our our good friend, Hugo Lloris. Oh, good, good friend. The man of the hour, Hugo Lloris. Yes, that is absolutely correct. And that'll get you those two points. That was a close one, guys. But uh, but nice work on that, Corey. Uh, I'm surprised Jared didn't jump in sooner. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, uh, uh, I'll be honest. Uh, you guys cut out for another 20, 25 seconds. Uh, oh, and nice. I popped back in when I heard plays for Spurs. So. <laughs> um, but sorry, Jared. That sucks. Uh, play number three uh, is 33 years of age. A Polish international. Jared. Yes, Jared. Lucas Fabianski. Nice work. There's the recovery right there. Bam. Good job. Oh. Yes. Uh, the other clues were used to play for Arsenal. Uh, he also used to play for Swansea. And now the goalkeeper at West Ham. Yes, Lucas Fabianski is the answer. All right, player number four has once lifted the EPL trophy. He is an Englishman. Once featured in a UK commercial for Head and Shoulders Shampoo. Jared. Yes, Jared. Joe Hart. Joe Hart. Yes, got that. Fluffy, have, glorious hair. <laughs> have you seen that commercial, Jared? No. Oh. <laughs> You've just heard of all of, it, all of its glory. Oh, I watch it, it every morning. I watch it every morning. <laughs> uh, it, it ran for quite some time, and then uh, people made fun of him, and he cried, and then it was pulled. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the last clue on that one, or two, second last clue, currently plays for Burnley, and first name is Joe. Joe Hart, yes. Um, the last player, now this is interesting, guys, because currently, as the score stands, we both have eight points. Both have eight points. So this is, this is it right here. This is the, this is the one. So uh, fingers on buzzers, or names ready, whatever you want to call it. Last player is 24 years old. Spent six years at Sunderland. Corey. Yes, Corey. Anderson. It... It is no Did you say Edison? Edison. Edison. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not Edison. It could also be Thomas Eder- Edison. I mean, no. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was rattling my brain there. Did Edison spend six years? No, he didn't. Anyway, uh, no, that does freeze you out, Corey. So, Jared, this is, this is your moment. Uh, is an Englishman featured in England's World Cup squad, currently plays for Everton. That is Jordan Pickford. That, sir, is Jordan Pickford. And that will give you 10 points and the official victory for this week's contest. How are you feeling, bud? 
Oh, still sad about Harry. You never <laughs> want to celebrate against a fellow Lily White, you know. It's That's only true. That's true. Uh, I'm not happy. I'm only less sad. Less sad. Less sad. Corey, uh, commiserations. You were close there, but just kind of lost it at the end. Uh, Edison has never played Sunderland, but how do you feel? You, you threw me with the 24-year-old, so I just kind of. I kind of bit hard on that. So you were going for it. I like that, and that's what we encourage here: just to go for it. Trying yeah. to trying to be Jared, but yeah. it just <laughs> never never gonna happen. But you got close though. It's high risk, high reward, my friend. Let me that's, tell you, that's, that's how we roll. That's really how we roll, um, guys. This uh, this weekend we have got Fulham. Um, is it away? I think it's away at Craven Cottage. Uh, how are we feeling about that game? Based on the lack of squad, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you have uh, Jansen is back, uh, scored with the U twenty threes against West Ham, um, and is really just keen on staying in Turkey because he realizes no one here likes him. I don't blame him. You just have to wonder if he'll be added to the squad. I have no idea, and none of that makes me feel better. So, uh, yeah, pretty awful. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Good, good times. Uh, Corey, do you agree? What do you think? You know, we're we're playing them with a fairly devastated squad. So, <clears throat> sorry, the dog's in here uh, chewing on a toy as well. So, um, <laughs> the you know, I, I don't know. I'm nervous, very nervous, nervous, speechless, loss of words. God, let's hope very they uh, so. they they do something. See how that one works out. Anyway, uh, but that is all we have time for today. Uh, big thanks as always uh, to my guests Jerry Basmente and Corey Gregory. Thanks, Corey, again for stepping on today. Um, don't forget to check out our Twitter page as usual at Kick Corner Flag as well as our Facebook page and website kickflag.com uh, final words Corey go Spurs <laughs> in such a deflated manner uh, and Spurs. Jer- <laughs> go Spurs and Jared until next week my friend until next week thanks so much for listening guys and have a great week